This episode of Not All Podcasts Were Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for the podcast that was extremely excited over Cad motherfucking Bane. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. was quite a tasty intro yeah, listen we we're excited we, t and i were very excited over this i mean i know i was excited um I'd, i've but... never heard of this man ever in my life <laughs> all right but let's let's table it right let's table that right now so the main topic of this pod is going to be the book of boba fett we're really excited to talk about star wars but we got something major that dropped yesterday during the super bowl the new trailer for Doctor yeah, Strange, yeah, yeah. and we just wanted to dive right in. So, T, go ahead. I'm going to let you kick it off. Yeah, the Doctor Strange trailer dropped, and there's one major, huge confirmation in it, and it is that uh, Professor Charles Xavier, played by Sir Patrick Stewart, is going to be in the multiverse of madness. This is Patrick Stewart's might seriously top three favorite actors of all time and i am so excited for him to be in this and it is because because what happens is multiverse of madness has to outdo in uh no way home spider-man no way home it has to Mm -hmm. i I think they might do it i think they might pull it off The, the trailer was great with the way they're marketing it with the way they're marketing it they're they're I I hope they pull all the stops while also delivering something good. But we'll we'll have to see. But I, so I don't know. You, you you do you have faith in Sam Raimi there? Yeah, because sound a little waffling to me. No, no, no. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way that they're they're specifically marketing this movie with a. A, a title card that says from director Sam Raimi. I've never seen that in an MCU movie before. So that's the Guardians me says of the Galaxy. They, they put James Gunn on there. Well, I, did they really? Did they have like a from director James Gunn in one of those? I'm sure trailers? the first Guardians of the Galaxy did because that was a hard sell. The right? first one the though, because cl- James yeah, Gunn because isn't the- really that known until. I think maybe movies. not the first one. Maybe I can't. I don't know for sure. Yeah, but I know that the second one maybe the second one, but it's really rare to see something like this in an MCU movie, and it's it's that's a that's a popping off on a trailer like that. Nah, they didn't do that with the first Guardians. They definitely did. They weren't so Yeah, they weren't so confident with it. We you know we we remember now. Everyone's like, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to deliver, and we know James Gunn, like off the top of our brains, but. I went to watch the trailer for the Suicide Squad actually because I was like, did they do that for the Suicide Squad? And they did it for that, where they said like from the twisted mind of James Gunn. That Maybe that's have what been I'm a, thinking of then. That that's what it now, was. Now I didn't really know James Gunn very much before. Nobody did Guardians unless you unless you knew Trauma, and unless you watched the Scooby Doo right. movies where he was a writer. 
on those movies. Sl- Slither, I think, yeah, was before his... Guardians of the Galaxy. And Slither, Slither's good. Yeah, but, I, I never saw that. But that's a very like niche audience for those movies. But Sam... but we're not talking about James no, Gunn. No, no, we're no. talking about multiverse of madness, and we're talking about so so. I think one of the things is there's been a lot of directorial changes and there's been a there's been a lot of changes in this movie and that's one the only concerning thing for me is because of COVID, Spider Man was supposed to happen after Multiverse of Madness, not before, and they got flipped, the the flip flopped or right. slipped. Well, they flopped got flipped or, and know. this got delayed because this was supposed to come out like right what in March next a year month, ago. right yeah yeah it's supposed to be out well, next I mean, month. Yeah, everything was supposed to come out a year ago, but you know, right. it's a lot Stuff of happens. switching around things. I think they're smart enough to pull it off, but it's it's scary. And they've been in reshoots up until like a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, but that's not so unusual. I feel I don't see reshoots as any kind of sign of concern because any the process in these big tentpole films, especially with post production, with especially with all these other things is they factor in reshoots from the beginning. You know, it's like one of those house, sh- um, those shows with the, you know, the house and they're going, oh, we're going to spend this much in the budget. And then they have the spe- like that safety budget and they always go over. Yeah. So it's like what you want to do and you know you're going to go over, but you're going to still try and hit that mark. Yeah, and probably a lot of it has to do with scheduling and stuff like that too. You know what I mean? Like they obviously got to get Tobey Maguire in this movie because I really think that's happening. I, th- I think that's one of the reasons why Sam Raimi's on, right? I, th- I think I think that's the reason why it got kill the lead. Spider Verse. I can see that, especially since they've worked before together. I think it'd be a sweet thing for them to like throw that in there. But we'll. Uh, All right, we're talking inside baseball right now. I want to talk about who's going to be in that like in council the Illuminati. Of Illuminati council of Cam Kings because it's not the Illuminati, right? Because the Illuminati in the comic books were just the 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 heads of all the super teams got together to protect earth right this is much different this is kind of like um the you know the um the tva mixed with the illuminati mixed well, with the they're going to be the Kings. illuminati in name only and what exactly they do is going to be probably protecting the multiverse would a watcher right. be a part yeah. of the illuminati do you they're think? not supposed to. They're supposed no. They're only watch. supposed to watch, right? Oh, they're not supposed that's... to interfere. That's the yeah, whole but, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but breaks Jeffrey the Wright kind of kind of kind of changed his mind on that. So, do you think we'll see him in this movie? Yeah, I I would. I, I think hope that's so. A good possibility. I mean, it Jeffrey... looks like they're going wild. That that whole what if was just set up for this movie because there was a lot of references already. Hold on, guys. These. <laughs> COVID! Excuse me. Bless you. Oh my God. <laughs> you can't catch COVID over the internet. You can just catch stupidity over the internet. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm excited to see who's going to be in all those chairs. Um, so to me, it looked like uh, there were seven chairs up there. Right? Yeah. Based on the count, you can kind of figure it out. It, there's two on the and end. And then Doctor Strange was in the way, you know, right. right? Unless there's no chairs in front of Doctor Strange. Right, right, right. Exactly. But, I mean, if you had to pick seven, I think number one, obviously, is Charles Xavier. He's going to be up there. So who's your other? 100. He's the only confirmed. He's, he's confirmed. Uh, right. Now. Stark variant, because there's the Ultron bots, right? There's the Ultron bots, yeah, who look like the superior Iron Man costume. The, Allegedly, the silver, Tom Cruise. Right. 
allegedly. Yeah, that that's a, that's been a rumor for a long time. I mean, because he, he was, was considered... right back back in the day. I mean, obviously, I think there's going to be a Stark up there for sure. Who would be Plan B if not Tom Cruise? Who else? I mean, I mean Robert Downey Jr. W- w- what's Robert Downey Jr. doing now? He just wants to come in for a little bit. You I know, think could, it'd be hacky to bring a, the in hologram him. version of it. Right. I think it'd be hacky if they brought back Robert for for something like that. But it, I think it's, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter anymore because I mean, you literally have Wanda and Wanda facing off against each other. You have well, like four versions of Doctor Strange in this movie, all played by by Benedict Cumberbatch. So, yeah. you know, and any anything goes at this point, really. Um, but yeah, so it could be an Eternal up there. Black Bolt could be up there. Ralph Boner might be up um, there. Right. Um, we need an alarm or something. Just every time Spade mentions it, we need like some sort of like like the Price is Right alarm. Well, <laughs> what was that you posted? What tell me what it was? What people you posted today? And what you tweet? Uh, t- tweeted posted in our text. Thread. Oh, the joke. Hang on, I'll pull it. I'll pull it up. Yeah, yeah. Read re- read that out. Read that out. Oh, um, uh, who who the, yeah. the, the, the character Patrick that Patrick Stewart, Stewart yeah. will be playing? Breaking news: Sir Patrick Stewart is in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but he is playing an original character called Dick McBall's Fortnite. <laughs> 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 that was great. That's 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 just cutting. I love it. Um, uh, Mord, that might be a Mordo vari- variant who is part of the Illuminati, and he might be the Sorcerer Supreme. The, the Doctor Strange standing. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, that's who it looked like was walking. Um, All right. And then people have lightened up. And he might. He... <coughs> Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I would say people have lightened up the other person because there's a, a person sitting in the chair all the way to the left. And they lighten that up, and you can kind of make out like a four on his shirt. Is it Reed Richards? Yeah. And the one on Doctor Strange's right, it was like somebody just went right in and like, like brutally, like in Photoshop, just kind of in After Effects, just put the smudge tool yeah. all over, all <laughs> well, over the person. The one you know what I mean? Shot, just like there's that one shot where I think it's Wanda fighting somebody, and nobody can agree. If it's either Captain Marvel or Monica Rambeau or Superior Iron Man, like nobody can really tell who it's supposed to be. It could be it could be any one of them, but we really won't know for sure. I'd like to see it as Monica Rambeau. That's, that's she was who I one thought of my favorite Avengers. Of the, you know, one of my favorite Avengers. And she is Captain Marvel. She came out, her first appearance was with the 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 moniker of Captain Marvel. So she might be the Captain Marvel of the Illuminati because Captain Marvel, it, you know, now um, is one of, the, and it's not just, you know, protecting the earth, it's protecting the multiverse and world. So Captain Marvel can represent a more cosmic uh, uh, a version of that. So it might be a Monica Rambeau, uh, Captain Marvel. Did you guys see the and shot who, of who the um, zombie Wanda? Did you guys see that in the trailer? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. So they actually released two trailers, which I didn't realize. There's two trailers. Or, right. Well, I shouldn't say trailers. A full two and a half minute trailer, and then like a thirty second TV spot, and that's where the the Wanda zombie stuff is. And there's another shot of the zombie Doctor Strange on there too. And then there's another Doctor Strange variant too, who's like has the ponytail. Yeah. With the he has the bat symbol on his suit. chest. Yeah. Somebody said it's superior. And like long streaks. Uh, not superior. Um, 
Strange. Some kind of Doctor Strange, right, right, and the very specific streaks and kind of stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, that's supposedly coming out of the comic books, too. So somebody was speculating online that the strange. idea is... Right, right. Sinister Strange on one hand, and then that other Doctor Strange guy who's all like order, you know, and you got to put things in place, and that it, that might be just as bad as the Sinister Strange. So like that our or MCU Prime Doctor Strange that we've been following is uh, I'm, I'll just use Prime to mean to mean the Doctor original strange, one yeah. from the one we we know. yeah to, to mean right right so. Prime Doctor Strange might have to consolidate those two views and be in the middle of it and find out a third way to kind of uh, uh, do that. And there looks like they're setting up wanted to be the villain. That's always been, a, I think, in talks since the beginning. I think even before Sam Raimi came on, that was the thing, is that Wanda was going to be the, the quote-unquote bad guy of this particular movie. So I think that's that's a holdover from the original you know, story from whatever was planned for this movie. And I really liked her line in the trailer, too, about how if Doctor Strange breaks the multiverse, he's a hero, but if she does it, she's the villain. I, I'm paraphrasing here, but that that's a, yeah. a great line and pretty much sums up, I think, the direction that they're going to go in. So. Yeah, because it's just kind of like, you enslaved the whole town, Wanda. <laughs> Which right. is still something she still hasn't apologized for. She has not been punished for it. But who who I think who knows? I think Wong is going to die in this. I hope not. I think Doctor Strange will be elevated to the Sorcerer Supreme, and he will be the one person in the MCU Prime represented in the Illuminati. So he'll come and take that seat. I think that's how it'll that's how it'll end. Um, uh, I think that's how how it'll uh, got to. I think when up there the Mordo was walking across, but I mean I'm looking forward to it. And I think if they take real chances, I just don't want to see the same Illuminati because I, I you know we'd love to see a variant Black Panther, but why would Black Panther be on there? Why would Haley Atwell be on? You know uh, Captain Carter be on? I'm sure if Chadwick was still panel. alive, he, a variant of him would have been on there. If he was still alive. Right. But then again, if there's a variant Black Panther, they can just cast someone Whoever. else. Yeah. Right. right. They could and have that, Lupita the Nyong'o. They could have Lupita Nyong'o on there. As right. A, right. As a variant Black Panther, for all we know. I just think that it's going to... Multiverse of Madness is going to go wild. They saw the popularity of spider-verse and they knew they saw it they knew it was going to be super popular they saw they saw early cuts of it and they were like we got to jam everybody in this and this is going to be it's going to be the biggest film since um infinity war i mean uh and, and game. Game. yeah yeah it's going to be big it's going to be it's going to be that packed it's going to be that packed. well i mean I marvel's so. riding super high right now off off spider-man right so you gotta right. you gotta deliver i mean it it looks like they're gonna that that's for sure. It looks like they're they're taking big swings. Everything about this looks much better than the first Doctor Strange movie, in my opinion. Since I am not the biggest fan. Everybody's of it. down on that first Doctor Strange movie, and I'm not gonna say by any stretch of the imagination did it. You know, wasn't a wasn't a knockout punch. It wasn't a a, a plus movie. But it, you know, it told the story. I, I liked a lot of what was going on there. It was middle of the road Marvel film. I entertaining. I thought they did a good job. 
Um, was it great? No, nah. but it wasn't exactly. a big swing. <laughs> it wasn't a big swing. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't it a was total. Pay- bu- it wasn't a total bust, but it was like, like a deflating balloon for me of a movie. It's like a balloon. I, I liked it when we first saw it, and when I I rewatched all the Marvel movies last year, um, and I liked it a lot better this go around than I remembered. Um, like liking it, and I, I I think it's it's a lot better than people give it credit for. I mean, to your point, I I do agree. It follows that same pattern of the Marvel thing, but it's it's a middle of the road Marvel movie, which is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Right. If if it were only going to be middle of the road Marvel movies, I mean, uh, I wouldn't get so excited. But I would watch every single one that came out to the day I died. If it was middle of the road Marvel movie. You know, I would be entertained and have a good time. Well, I mean, part of the problem is there's so many movies now, right? So the top it's spots are going to be saturated, locked in. Yeah. Right. And right. and, and, and mean, everybody has their own ideas of what their favorite is. And because of Disney Plus, you're going to get so much content in Disney Plus. When you go to the theater, you're going to expect a lot more. A lot more. You have to deliver a lot more. Moon Knight is coming and, and, next month, right? Yeah, March thirtieth. Yeah. Wow. That's the next. That's the next big property. All right, we're looking forward to multiverse. It, Professor Xavier confirmed. Ah, uh, Patrick Stewart. You want to jump right in with Cad motherfucking Bane, son? <laughs> Cad. Bane. All, right, all right, let's let's. Things got spicy. Has have been spicy about our reactions, um, uh, in in our. You know why? Because Star Wars brings out the absolute insane, like reactions out of everybody. It's just bananas reactions. I'm really gonna not, you know, worry about like what the uh, the Beta Fett crowd thinks because i don't really care um and a lot of people are watching this is not as popular as mandalorian um and you know i I, you know i would i mean i don't have any numbers to back that up but i talk to people who are i love the mandalorian i don't know about boba fett um uh and um i'm gonna just lay out i mean i loved it a lot of problems with this uh a lot of problems with this series i'm glad as it exists I had a great time with it. There's a lot of classic Star Wars moments in this thing. I really loved it. Here's my thesis for this. They should have never greenlit a Boba Fett television show. Because we already had a Boba Fett television show. It's called The Mandalorian. Right. We have a guy in the exact same armor who's a bounty hunter being mysterious and cool and shooting people and doing the cowboy bounty hunter thing. And it was awesome. And then we have a series about the third series for Disney. We come out another dude in the same type of armor and he's the entire time is on Tatooine and a lot, there's a lot of good stuff, but they should have gone a different direction, right? And I don't mean to steal stuff from Mr. Sunday Movies, but, you know, they, and I think Spade said this too, 
a few weeks ago, and I think I agree. I don't remember who said what. Yeah, you, you, you say what you think, and I'll confirm or deny, but I'll probably confirm. This would have been much better if it was a Cobb Vanth show. You know, um, I, and I think we were talking about, you know, there should this could have been all Cobb Vanth. I think what we agreed on is that they didn't need to have Mando or the baby in this at all. At all, because it was a distraction. Anything Mando could have done, they could have had Cobb Vanth. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that about how you said it, but continue. Tell me, tell us what you think. I mean, because I think, I, not that I didn't like the Mando and the baby stuff. I thought it was great. We all really, like, enjoyed that stuff. But it's really weird. It really kind of threw off the rhythm of what they were going for. And I think if they had chosen instead to put in Cobb Vanth, that would have then given us more reason to stay present with Boba, have them build their allyships with the people of Freetown and Mos Espa, build the allyships with the mods. Like, I feel like the, the, they, they took a huge detour that ended up being a huge distraction. When... And it's a huge distraction because those are the two best episodes of the season. Right. Your, your, your show is named If They're Boba Fett. And the best episodes have him in him for 30 seconds. That's One what, episode that's he's the, not even in at all. But that's the problem. I think it's like, it's, that, that's, right. that's the, right. it's, a, it's a weird disconnect. It's a weird disconnect in that. And I'm just like, it sucks. My, my response to what maybe Ariane, what you're saying is that it threw the rhythm of the series off. I think the, the rhythm of the series was already kind of like. It was like weird. clunky. It was weird it and was clunky. It was clunky going... But I think it's just like, it feels like they couldn't decide what genre they wanted to be. Because at first I'm just like, oh, this is like a gangster movie. They're doing like flashbacks like The Godfather. But the problem with the flashbacks is that they never came full circle. He even circle. got his fruit in the end. Yeah. <laughs> they they The flashbacks didn't come full circle because we didn't realize that they were... There was no moment of just like, hey, I can use what happened to me in the past to inform my present, to inform how I want to be this person. Like, that that never happened. It felt just like filler Wikipedia stuff. Like, hey, everybody wants to know about Boba Fett. Well, here's what happened, and it's just like, all right. right. I agree. What's what's the point? How does this inform I, the character? I think, I think the best part of the the series in terms of the Boba Fett part. I'm taking out. Let's let's not even discuss the 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 the, the Grogu, Luke Skywalker, Mandalorian parts because Oh, spoiler alert like, by the way. It's all Oh yes, probably. If you're here, come on. BTW. <laughs> I, know, I know right. Um I mean, I could have sat down for 2 hours and watched just straight linear storytelling of the uh tuscan raider um, stuff dances with wolves tu tuscan raider bits um with uh with boba fett and i thought that, that was, was a great episode. really really good yeah 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 it, it, but i mean they were it was all spread out you know and if you took all those pieces and put them back together and edit it like you know into one like two hour piece it's probably going to be around two hours hour and a half two hours of just that part I think that would be excellent. I really, really loved it. There were some really good parts coming in to the current era in Mos Espa, but and 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 I feel though 
that a lot of these action sequences in Moss Espa really, really kind of let me down. And I believe, and, and I'm, I'm going to go at them. I think this is the Robert Rodriguez episodes. Um, um, and, and I got to go back and I got to check so to make sure I'll go on He did the first one, IMDb. the last one, and I think the third one. Okay. What was the episode where they had the shield fight? I think it's the, the first street. episode. Where, first episode. That fight scene was awful. Like you had this one thing. Where, you know, and, and I just don't think Robert Rodriguez is a good fit with Star Wars. I just don't think it's a good you fit. Know what I, think I think he has a voice. I think he has a great voice and it's very much him. And you can tell his voice when you all you do is watch Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. The Dust Till Dawn is two movies. Dusk Till Dawn is two movies. The first half of the film is Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And then the second they walk it, they get to the to the, the bar, vampire brothel. Uh, the temple bar. <laughs> That's all Robert Rodriguez. And Robert, what Robert Rodriguez does is takes things that are absolutely, it takes things to a ridiculous place. Well, he's an exploitation filmmaker. And, That's right. the thing. There was not, there, there was place. not that in, in this, in, in Boba Fett. But there's this, this level of ridiculousness that you can't bring to Star Wars because you have, like, you know, you, you, you got to take the serious stuff lightly and the light stuff seriously. You know, if you bring Robert Rodriguez's level of seriousness, you're not supposed to, you don't have to respect the characters so much. I mean... I think he does great with Machete, you know, because that's the kind of over that's going to really kind of do do well because everything is so crazy over, over the, the top. top and uh, over the top in, on purpose. In, uh, you, you can't do that in Star Wars. You can't do that in Star Wars. Uh, 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 but there wasn't, and, and it's like there's a but his episode there's a lot of missed opportunities because he's was very good. The the one that he did last year. I wasn't a favorite of that one because it felt like they just went. Everybody got on a bus, drove one hour out of outside of L.A. into the desert, right? Drove a few hours, and they filmed on some place in the desert, and it was really like this, you know, tripods in, in the sand. And I didn't re- like. There were some really good parts to that episode, but the kind of thing when Boba Fett was kicking butt and this stuff that felt very Robert Rodriguez, and it was good, it was fine, but then this. Like, it, it's just so weird stuff in the action sequences. Like when they take the, the, the what a missed opportunity with the two, um, the two Gamorrean guards where they're going to go fight them. And they're just kind of like, it looks like they're playing shuffleboard or something. They're just kind of banging sticks kind of low and then they fall off. What a missed opportunity for an epic fight scene. Yeah. And, and, and it was just, it was, it, it didn't land. You know, it didn't land, and I and I and I, and it was like all these people awkwardly. You know, I I love the 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 the, the rancor riding, but it's like all the people from uh, Mos Pelgo and uh, excuse me Freetown, um, and the mods are just gonna go. Oh, let's go over here. They're kind of standing around all in a group. It it was very you know? claustrophobic that episode, the the finale in terms of the fight. Like they were just moving from one small area to the next small area, and they're just. There wasn't enough people to fight. It it felt like like the clown car showed up with with ten Maybe people. Maybe that's a COVID I mean, thing. 
I think I think COVID affected the series a lot. Even the the stuff like the th- the throne room sequences, like just everybody spread out at the table, and, and there's not a lot of people around. I mean, yeah, I think COVID is is a factor, and it's, and it's affecting these these shows. But at the same time, you could CGI, you know, people in. I guess yeah. to, to to do some battling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then it would look hokey. It's like it's like a thing. It's like it's it's like it's like a win lose situation. It's like there's not enough people. Okay, but if you throw in some people, then it does it looks off, you know. So it's just kind of like they kind of had to do what they could with with the safety that they had. I have tolerance of like somewhat like forced CGI, as long as it's it's like good like storytelling. I could deal with a sky captain in the world of tomorrow kind of CGI as long as it's it's done in in a, in a dynamic way, you know. Um, and and this is where it's going to be where 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 people and I, I I sound really negative about this, but I really liked it and I really love this. The, you know, Star Wars. There's a lot of great Star Wars here, um, but um, whenever Tamora Morris and Amigna Wen were delivering lines to each other, cliche ridden, and it was like nails on chalkboard for me. I I, I was like, oh, you sure you like this was show? Really, <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> they stood, they they stood, people standing around awkwardly delivering delivering things. I I, I Ming Na Wen, when she's there and she's fighting and she has something to do, she's great. When she's standing around in a in a, in a, in an expositionary manner, it's it's like awful. You and you know what I my... love Tamora Morrison and I, and and I and I really like Ming Na Wen, but. They're not. They don't have the acting chops to carry a show. Uh, man, I super disagree. I think they're great actors. Like they're very respected actors. Um, I mean, all that could come down to directing. It's like how they had Natalie Portman in the prequels, and you know, look how she was delivering lines. You know, it it it's it's a lot of things at once. Even though I thought what they were given, I thought they did really well with it. One thing I think they could have done, and what they should have done is that I didn't feel any tension about, like, the the dangers of what was happening until, like, the very last episode. I didn't feel like the Pike Syndicate were, like, a real threat at all until the last episode. Because all these Disney Plus shows, Marvel's guilty of it too, they play the bad guy so close to the vest that they don't even establish him until, like, the sixth or seventh episode to be dealt with in the final episode should have had Cad Bane from the beginning, from the very beginning, from the absolute beginning, because then you have that tension. Because even though I don't know the character, everything I've heard about him says that him and Boba have history. And him and and Ming-Na Wen in uh, Fennec, they have history. They should have had him from the beginning because even he's not the real bad guy. The mayor and those other people, they're the real villains. They're the, they're the, they're the politicians who manipulate these little gang wars so they can make money. That's how you do a gangster movie. That's how you do a gangster movie. They should have had, they should have had Cad Bane kill uh, Boba Fett's uh, Tuscan tribe. That should have been the reveal when he was saying it to him. Yeah. Yeah, but but Cad Bane is not. I did he, that. But I don't see him being the character that's just going to go and murder them for no reason. Money. I don't know. <laughs> I, money, I mean, money, yes. money talks. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree, but 
I mean, even when when he was delivering a, the the line to to Boba Fett saying that they killed him, he made it out to seem like it's it's a shame that that they died that way. You know what I mean? Like, but that's or maybe how because you, they didn't that... take credit for it. But I mean, Cad Bane is a badass. I mean, I was so excited when this character was introduced. I mean, you guys watched the episode before me. We didn't even talk that day because I knew something was going to happen. Right. And we didn't talk at all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then when I actually that sat episode, down, episode of Stranger comes out of the desert, uh, directed by uh, well, Dave uh, Filoni, Dice Bra- uh, Bryce. No, Dave Filoni did the, the Dave one. Dave Filoni where they introduced did Cabin. that episode. Bryce Dallas Howard did did the Mando one. Yeah, the first the, Mando, the first right, Mando right, one. Right, yeah, yeah. She did a great job with that one. Too. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, I mean, those two. The two episodes that we're talking about are the, the two best ones of the season for for sure. Um, but yeah, when he came walking out, it's it's like the good, the uh, the bad, and the ugly. You know what I mean? He's, Very like Clint, he's right? modeled Clint after Lee Von Cleef in in that movie. Like right. the bright ha- eyes was his bright eyes was his name. I don't remember. The character's name was I just, bright, I'm just bright like, eyes. I just see Lee Van Cleef. I don't remember. And uh, no, not bright eyes. Like something eyes. Pretty eyes or bright eyes or something like that, no and then of course he angel eyes, angel eyes, mm. and what happens is uh, uh, Cad Bane had like completely demonic eyes. Yeah, you know, oh, he just, he looked great. You know. I yeah, yeah. The, the the biggest disappointment of the, the whole season. How is that they menacing! That's the thing. Is he dead? Yeah, I don't. Is I mean, dead? who knows? But like, why would you introduce him in the second to last episode and then just have him go out like a bitch in the in the finale? If you had him from the like very Kingpin. beginning, you have that tension of like, who's who, and you then then you want Boba to win even more. You could have hinted, right? I agree. You could hinted him earlier. Every right? time he was on screen, I felt like I was watching Heath Ledger in a Joker, uh, in, in the Dark Knight for the first time, where you you just didn't know where the scene was going to end up. You're like, any anything's going to happen right now, like. Right, right, because you're like, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, Cad Bane, he's there. And then I'm like, oh my God, they're going to kill Cobb Van. Yep. And then I was like at this high, high. And then I went to this low, low going, oh no, Cobb Van is so cool. Don't kill him. And then I was like, I was, I, when they were th- that, that end of that episode, I was like, holy shit. I was so tense. It was such That's what a I'm great they Star had Wars moment. The tension with him, they saved all the tension with him up to that point i didn't really feel like there was much tension not very much at all what was the threat there wasn't the problem is when you're when you're telling a story like this and the first four episodes 50 percent of your story is flashbacks and you pretty much know your main character makes it out and he's going to be there to the end it removes all the tension but you can have the flashbacks but what about the present day that's the thing. The flashbacks didn't do anything except right. They didn't connect. The story. Right, and none of them were that, were that interesting. And and like, why was Jennifer Beals there? She was there to die. She was there to be. And they didn't even fringed. acknowledge her in the last episode. It's like she never existed. Right, right. And every time it was like, it happened about three time three times this year. He. Him and Ming Na Wen walk into the bar. He takes his helmet off, and they deliver some expositional lines. And it's the same people. It's like the lighting is isn't even different. There's not even like a change. Like they filmed it all in one day. Not going to be a, a few more people. They filmed it all in one day. Everybody was sitting in the same place. It felt like 
there was not, there was the same band every plus, single time. I'm sure getting Jennifer Beals and all that makeup would not be fun and and simple. So I understand maybe trying to take advantage of having her not be in makeup in and out so much. A missed opportunity with her, I think. Uh, missed opportunity with her, and the most the the best the best part was when they they blew it up, and she had that second of realization. They're like, "Oh, you forgot the bo- box," and there she's like, and then pow. That felt like a gangster movie. That felt right, straight right. out of a gangster movie. It's straight out, right? It's straight out of Godfather Two, right? Yeah. It was that out of where. But but make her like Boba Fett's love interest or something like. Add a layer there, his like Gumad. she's basically on the club. <laughs> yeah, any, t- yeah, his Gumad, right? <laughs> but otherwise, just cast an unknown person in that role. Yeah, they give her something. They should, you know give her I mean? something more to do. Right, give her something more to do. And then, like, they had this great improv actor playing the uh, the mayor's major domo. Uh, uh, um, I forget his name. Um, and then they had um. Uh, my man from uh, What We Do in the Shadows playing the robot. and Matt Barry. Matt Barry. And you have these two really great comedic actors and they're they're serving the same purpose in the story. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're fighting for room under the sun, you know? Either you go with that robot, you know, as the, the protocol droid or you go with the other guy. Right. You know, but they they don't they don't they weren't given now. And again, I didn't feel anything when those Gamorians died. And I'm taking this from Mr. Sunday Movies that I, I heard today, and I agree with them with this. Is that what do we know about those Gamorian guards? They're, they're you know, guards. We didn't see them do anything other than stand there, right? Give us but, a little bit. But just, you know just, what? Just give us a sub something that they that that shows that they have also a life. Outside of the, like if they were the two that, that were fighting in the first episode of Mandalorian season one or season two. Remember when right. he goes to the fighting arena? Or or that they drink too much. Right. Or something, some indicator of personality other than this is a Gamorrean. But you know what? Here's the thing. There were only seven episodes of this series. Right. And two of those episodes were not relevant to the story really. So it's just like there was not they, it's like they wasted time. They could have had more time. This sounds to me like corporate intervention. Hold on, hold they on. They had two scripts written. Hold on. So I heard this the other day on, on a Kevin Smith podcast. So The Mandalorian had 8 episodes, right? Yeah. And the length, remember you had like some 20-minute episodes and 40-minute episodes, right? Which which yeah. worked, which worked. Right. Now Boba Fett was seven episodes, but each episode was like 50 minutes. Like there were, there wasn't an episode. I don't think that was less than 50 minutes. So apparently like the way that the show works is you have a set amount of time. So let's, let's say it's eight hours. And now you break those eight hours up any way you want. If you want to do eight, one hour episodes, that's how you do it. If you want to do a 40 minute episode here and then maybe an hour and 20 minutes there, that's kind of how you work it out. To me, it seems like they had their Boba Fett story, and it wasn't long enough for what they wanted to tell. They could have put so much more. They really could have, because there was not enough. There was not enough right. uh, allyship. I didn't feel like there was enough allyship between the 
people. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't build a. He didn't build a team. We needed more. We could have had more Black Kersitan. They called him. He had. They had a nickname by the end of it. Yeah. Like, what do we know about him? him? Yeah. He has no what, toes. What do we? <laughs> what, what did we find out about Black Kersitan that that we do? What do we? What do we know about his uh, personality other than he's an angry Wookiee? Chupac. That's Chupac. He seems to be prejudiced against those those things. I don't know. Well, in the bar. did you notice in the very first episode when the Tradotians came and they had that fur and they were offering him the fur? Yeah. That's a Wookiee pelt. Tradotians, they didn't make it explicit in the thing, but Tradotians, th- their thing is killing Wookiees and taking their fur. Oh, so he so has like, like you know. Right. They're, right, they're like right. war, you know, warring against each other. Okay, they have the, 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 they have problems. Right. <laughs> but I mean, th- this is what I told T. The, the whole show should have been Boba Fett recruiting the different tribes of and clans of Tatooine to unite against the Pikes in the end. So the first episode should have been all about the uh, the Tuscan Raiders, and at the end, you know, you, you do something there where he leaves them, but they're okay, and then you know at the end they're gonna come back. The second episode could have been about the Mod people. Right. And then you could have had the, the people from Freetown. And this is where you don't even need the Mandalorian because Cobb Vanth already has a relationship with the Tuscans. The, the Tuscan tribe could have united Cobb Vanth and Boba Fett and they could have said, oh, yeah, we know Din Djarin. Right. And you have that relationship already. You know what I mean? Right. Cobb and Boba have shared armor. That that in R- itself right. is just something they right. Right, right, right. commiserated right. on. They they exactly. both have worn the same armor. That in itself is a kinship. That's an allyship that they share. It felt it's like why waste two episodes on Boba? We all love Boba. We all love the baby. They don't need to sell us more on Boba and the baby. They didn't need to. They you mean did Mando not need and the baby. To. You mean Mando. Mando. You mean Mando, Mando, and, the Mando and the baby. See, yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. They're they're they're. they're... Well, I think you're kind of proving my point from earlier. There was already a Boba Fett show. No, right. I know, but <laughs> I, I would have loved if this was a Cobb Vanth show. That would have been awesome. I'm not begrudging them doing a Boba Fett sh- show. I don't begrudge them that, but I feel like they didn't think this through. Is what I'm saying. Like we, we, the th- the three of us are writing a better story, and I don't know anything about any right. of these characters the same way that you do. But I know gangster movies. <laughs> what we can all agree on is that there were major structural problems to this, and it made it difficult for all these great Star Wars moments that they gave us. Um, that um, Cobb Vanth. Uh, 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 scene in the and I can't, I'm gonna keep on going to Cobb Banth because I want to see more Cobb Banth. Um when they had um they were doing the drug deal, the the Pikes were doing the drug deal and he shot the three guys with two with two shots and it was in the beginning and we kicked over the spice. Oh, and the, you said that I gotta go back and rewatch that again. Yeah, I mean that, that was a good scene too. I was like that is classic Star Wars because you know what classic Star Wars is? I'm gonna do my thing I was telling somebody else. George Lucas was doing Quentin Tarantino before Quentin Tarantino. Because what does Quentin Tarantino do? He's a collage filmmaker. He interpolates. He goes, he cuts and pastes. Yeah, he takes all the stuff from all these other films and he drops them in. That's what George Lucas did 20 years, 30 years earlier. What did he do? I'm going to go, the, the, the Death Star battle is going to be Dam Busters. 
This is going to be the samurai. This is going to be, I'm going to take the structure of Hidden Fortress. It's going to be all cowboy movie. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It's going to look like samurai helmets. And these guys are going to be Nazis. And this is going to be that. And we're just going to take everything from everywhere. And I'm just going to borrow from everywhere and just like slap it together. Um, and, and that was, you know, wonderful. And, and, and what they did, and because like Yojimbo, a samurai film, is a gangster western samurai film <laughs> you know what i mean so star wars is a gangster western samurai film you know so you could take from all of those things all at once um but i i just think that i mean Cobb vanth was a throwaway character from one of the aftermath novels because he picked up the armor and what they did with him with timothy oliphant was just like absolutely wonderful and i don't think we should even really talk about luke and baby yoda and the decision because i agree with ariani it's taking away and if we were to take talk about that we could spend an entire episode on on just the two episodes of them two mandalorian episodes stuck in the middle and and disney's i think here's my thing i think there was and i don't have evidence so please ariane don't ask me to pr provide sources you need a source alarm pa pa pedro pascal was playing hardball with disney going listen you know i'm a movie star and i don't see my face and i think at the end of second season of mandalorian the future of the mandalorian franchise as a television show was up in the air because Pedro Pascal is like, I don't know what's coming back. I'm hearing all this buzz from sources that get, you know, really don't just make stuff up, but they're never always right. But they kind of, they kind of tune into the buzz. And what happens is that Pedro was like, listen, I'm a ba I, I need to get paid more. And they were like, and it was a push and pull. And they did not know what should have come out right now was season three of Mandalorian. That's what Disney wanted. But, Maybe there was contract negotiations and they were unsure, but they were like, you know what? We got to push it through right now. Let's get it corporate level. Let's get another per. We could just put whatever person in a Mandalorian armor. Obviously that would work. Baby Yoda and excuse me, Grogu and the Mandalorian are carrying the weight of the Star Wars franchise on their shoulders. And the corporate people were like looking at this stuff in the beginning, this Boba Fett thing coming out of Robert Rodriguez. They Probably a lot of them, maybe like me, were like, listen, Robert Rodriguez has a certain level of ridiculousness to him that's not working here. Um, and and they went to go save that show. R right or not, but that's what they were thinking. And then, by the end of whatever's happening, everything's cool with Pedro Pascal. Everything's great going forward, and I think that's what happened. The episode's... With, with him and it definitely felt like they could have been the first and second episode for the next season of the Mandalorian right or in ahsoka they could have they could have thrown that in at the beginning of ahsoka at least the one at least the episode with Luke because why she's she's in it too why 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 does she have to be in it no reason <laughs> well I mean the... Exactly. There's no justifiable reason why she had to appear in the Book of Boba Fett at all. She was the in she was the intermediary to keep Grogu and and the Mando apart. 
That for, I know. But, but episode, either way, right? was, yeah. It was fan service, and it was a commercial for her show. Right. What it was. It's, it's a commercial. Oh, for don't, her show. don't forget, she's coming down the line. Yeah, I guess, so but it's just it's like, so how, could, how, how could we possibly forget? Well, you know, Disney's going to have trouble because a lot of people who are big Mandalorian fans didn't watch Boba Fett because the numbers just aren't there. I know people. And what's going to happen is all this really important stuff happened with Mandalorian. It's like, why is he back with Baby Yoda all of a sudden? If they didn't watch, if you didn't don't watch those two episodes of uh, Mandalorian episodes of Boba Fett and you go from episode one, uh, season one, season two, and then season three of The Mandalorian, you're going to be like, what the hell happened? Then that's right. detrimental because that's you're putting people through a different show to have them watch a commercial for your next show. What kind of nonsense is that? That's super detrimental to telling a story. These, this is Star Wars. These things sell themselves. Right. And I, I think what they have to do is not be so specific with their names. Right? So, like, Boba Fett, everybody's expecting Boba Fett. It should have been the, the Mandalorians or something like that. And you pop it on, and the very first episode is episode five, and you're with Mando. Right? Then it goes to the yeah, next episode. You said this, like, a month ago. You said this a month ago, and it was 100% right. And they could have gone, like, a Bo-Katan episode. It could have been... Listen, how much... Right? If the your first episode is number five, right? It's the, man, the complete Mando episode. You tune in, and that's what you get. The next week, you get the following episode, right? So Cad Bane shows up at the very end now. And now, you start your Boba Fett stuff. And now you have him at the end he's where where he says to Fennec Shan, or she says, you know, we need muscle or whatever. And obviously the, the hint is that Mando's going to come. Because the next episode, Mando comes to Tatooine, he leaves, he comes back, he leaves, he comes back. He He's not jetting all around the, ga- uh, all around the galaxy. Gas money's expensive. He's not flying that Starfighter back and forth like that. You know what I mean? At least you put your characters where they need to be one time and then they can be part of the episode and part of the main story and then you end you know where you unfortunately kill cad bane for no reason um and then that's your show but now when you pick up mandalorian season three everybody's caught up already you know what i mean and i i think this show could probably benefit from being recut yeah i can see that but you know it's easy for us to be like say like that Robert Rodriguez was the weak link. I I don't vibe with that necessarily. This is not this But is, if you're the showrunner though. Buck steps there, right? Yeah, but this is not a solo project. This is not just a man putting putting his will, you know? This is a group project. A lot of a lot of hands in the cookie jar are involved in this, you know? So yeah, but but ain't, ain't nobody other than Robert Rodriguez tell that mod to spin around like that when what? he went to go Why take that shot. Why do people hate that? Jesus <laughs> freaking Christ! I can never. I I for the life of me do not understand why people were so down on that, as if they've never seen an exploitation film before. That that like I just <laughs> like that that like infuriated me. <laughs> what what infuriate? I don't understand. People losing their absolute shit about the mod doing his little spin as if like I, I i don't understand why that annoyed people that's a layer of ridiculousness that's a layer of ridiculousness it's stylistic that's that 
It, that is signature Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, tonally, it doesn't fit in Star Wars. Who gives a crap? Do you know how much spinning there is in Star Wars? Freaking Palpatine spun around in that throne room like he was on a whirly gig. Like, get out of here. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like that, that. No, no, that's, it's complete, that's complete, that's, don't, that's, that is, uh, don't, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want, <laughs> and what happens is, that kind of, like, that kind of, like, you know, thing, whatever Palpatine is doing, and I'm not gonna defend that scene and how awkward that was, but that is an expression of his force powers and stuff like this, the slow motion shot of him flo- floating around like that, that, it, that is signature Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, and this kind great. of thing, like when the guy's falling down, I, I don't think that matches totally with Star Wars. It was awkward putting it in there it was like cool. that. I thought and it was cool. I thought, I, I thought I, it was dope. It was it was cool cowboy. I'll respectfully disagree. Let me let me uh, jump in here for a second, um, because this scene was so powerful that you guys are arguing over. Uh, I don't even remember it. Exactly. That's how much of an impact it made. Exactly. It doesn't but matter. Here, here's here's a bigger cares. problem. It's I didn't, right because I don't know about that character too much. I don't care about that character because he wasn't given anything except that spin. You know what I you know what I do care about and actually really actually annoyed me kind of a, a bit in the last episode when the Rancor is running around town after my man just helped everybody out. They're just gonna open fire on him and start shooting at him. Like what the hell was that? It was a, it, it like. Things didn't happen, like, logically in the whole fight. There were some really great moments of shots of the rancor, but it didn't really kind of, like, everything was kind of, like, odd. They had Grogu et Machina. Grogu didn't really exist right. to do right. anything. other. It's just, like, the robots are unstoppable. Oh, the, the Force will save us. Force et oh, Machina. Let me, let, me tell you what, <laughs> let me tell you what Grogu did, though. And the mods... And and the people from Moss uh, Moss Pelgo, they were all liabilities. They were all liabilities. They were just running from stuff. Wait, Spade, what are you gonna say? Grogu, I have to give a shout out to my man Dan Diaz, because we coined this term smooth walking. We saw a guy walking down Bloomfield Ave one day who was walking. I I can't even describe to you how he's walking. And we're like, how the hell is that guy walking? And we said, oh, he's smooth walking. And when Grogu came out to force choke the uh, the rancor the way that he walked out that's smooth walking right there so i just want to give a shout out to to dan diaz and uh that and the smooth that waddle walk. the yes. waddle you mean <laughs> yes smooth, smooth walking smooth walking yeah, definitely uh yeah i had to get that off my chest but um <laughs> but listen it, overall it's a fun show mediocre with 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 high points of fun um, there, there's some, there's some good stuff in here. I, I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it exists. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just overall, I'm disappointed with the Cad Bane stuff. I, I really hope that, that they would have left him alive. I, I don't know if I want to be psyched out but again. But isn't like a light? There was a I, light on his, light, yeah, like on his, blinking? like, on his chest that was still blinking. But like, you already faked me out with Cobb Vanth. You already faked me out with Chewbacca. You already faked me out with C-3PO. You fake killed all these people. The only one that you killed killed was was Han, I guess, and Luke and Leia. Lately, it's been a bunch of fake out deaths. If somebody's gonna die, have them die for real. But still, yeah, you're right. Where people die, but they don't die really because they're popular and they want to use them and to bring them back. But it's just, it 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 sucks out all the tension. It sucks. Well, out I mean, all look the, in the, the finale. 
you did it with Black Chrysanthemum, and you did it with Cobb Vanth. So you already did it with two characters. I, I don't see you doing it with with Cad Bane, who's the character that you should have done it with. You know, the only option now? Kill the baby. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, burn, they'll burn down the studio. So both Obi-Wan series and Cassie and Andor take place before this. So there is in the timeline. Right, there's a wiggle room. Uh, I think Black Chrysanthemum will be in the uh, Obi-Wan series because Obi-Wan gave him that scar on his face in the comics. And uh, Cad Bane has been active all this time. So he could show up in both Obi-Wan and or Cassian Andor because Cassian Andor is going to be more of a spy thing. He's going to go undercover. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. So there's very easily that we'll see more Cad Bane without having to resurrect him. Yeah, I I think that that's true. How do you think they did that makeup on him? He was so menacing. It was no, awesome. but it's just he like, so is there, who's that? Is it who's the actor like in the costume? Like that was I've never seen makeup like that before, really. Yeah, it's I don't know the person's name, but the the guy who does the voice is the guy who does the voice from the cartoons. I, I'm not sure his name either. Right, right. Um, oh, so but it yeah, probably, it, was a it probably wasn't actor. him. They had a stand-in. Right. It had to be somebody. Yeah, it couldn't been him because he had so skinny. You needed to get an actor like the guy who played um, played Eyes and Hands guy in... Oh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones, who uh, does all the skinny things, go. you know. Corey Burton as the voice of Cad Bane. Bane is physically portrayed by Dorian Kingy or Kinji. But either way... No, me neither. But either way, that was astonishing makeup work, if nothing else. No, he, he looked awesome. He, he was perfect. Yeah, it was great. He was it perfect was great. translation from the cartoons. Back to him. The Bad Batch, which just came out last year, there's a whole episode of him and Fennec Shan fighting each other. Yeah, fighting. Like, right. you don't even put the two of them together? Or, like, That's give them a, a couple lines of dialogue? Like No tension. Why do they have the Fets in the beginning, the Fet twins, show up? You think that they're going to be something. Oh, the, hut, the Huts. Like, huts, Huts, Huts. Did I say huts. Fet? Oh, yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We I'm tired. Say. Anyway, <laughs> the Hut twins in the beginning, you think that they're going to be something, and then by the second episode, they're like, we've changed our mind. Goodbye. <laughs> it's just like, what was that? <laughs> what was the point? There was no point. Like, just like... Every little bit of tension just felt sucked out because they were saving the big guns for the finale. And I thought that yeah. it, that was great. But that was the finale was the one time I felt like everything really felt like, oh, this is serious. Like there's this is this is serious. And it's just like if if they had taken their cues more. I think from gangster movies and like done things like in a certain way. Like why Instead take all of standing these around from... like Captain Morgan? You know, it's just like, why take to all steal these cues from joke? the Godfather? <laughs> why take all these cues from the Godfather? Oh my God, yeah, Captain, Captain Morgan commercial. In the, the bar, the, the, the two of them standing there. <laughs> With their knees up. He's, he, yep. he is, he is He's doing it right now, yep. <laughs> Pre- appreciate your take... crotch center frame in the camera, T. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> it's by design. By design. They took all these cues from The Godfather, arguably the greatest movie ever made, and so many wonderful gangster cowboy movies, and there it's like the potential was there and then they sucked all the all the air out of it. And it's just like they didn't they didn't go far enough. It's like it's a, it, I don't know what they were scared of. I don't know what it is that they were afraid of doing. 
like I said, it was a mediocre season with high points of fun, but overall it was fine. All the way over there to all the way over there. We call those the Moss Pelgo territories. And these stripes here on my belt, that says I'm the guy in charge and tells people what to do. Awesome. Timothy Oliphant is a badass. He is the quintessential modern cowboy. He he is why that genre is still alive, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. He he he's created that for himself. Has either of you said, seen Justified? I have, no. but... Because I hear all kinds... They're bringing it back. Supposedly, like, Quentin Tarantino's fa- favorite television show. I can see it. I can see it, because it's, it's I have, big... I, I want to take a... See. It's a big Western, and... And they're bringing it back. What is it on? What what is it streaming FX, on something? What is I it streaming? I think on? it's FX. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do, is that like not tied together with something else? You have to do a whole FX. It, it might be I on mean, Hulu. F- I don't know. It, yeah, because Disney owns 20th Century Fox now, so that's probably on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd like to check that out. Because I watched all of Deadwood. Deadwood was good. Watch Godfather Part Two. Good movie. First one's first one's better. Really? I think so. Um, I'm looking forward to Cassie and Andor, and no one's ever talking about that. Cassie and Andor. He's he, like oh, because it's not I'm that interesting. Yeah. What? Because it's a Latino. A- what you don't find Latino actors? Interesting. Not all Latinos that, that is, are oh, no. monoliths. That, that is not true. <laughs> I, I have a type according to Ariani, right? Yeah, right, right. According to you, you. It's what, not according a, to me. It's according what, to you. A, what's her name from? Uh, what's her name from? Jennifer uh, Beals uh, is Puerto Rican. Knives Out. D- Doom Patrol. Knives Out. Oh yeah, she's Colombian. The Doom Patrol actress is Colombian. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Who is in Bond and Knives Out? Anna de Armas. Who? Anna de Armas. That's your type, right? Spade. And White on that Latinas. note, we'll t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a married man. <laughs> Bye, everybody. There we Bye. go. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks.